Hey, my wise friend. Ready to find out what's happening in the world today? Hey, sure, I'm ready. But let's skip the wise friend bit, okay? What's on the agenda today? Well, first of all, something terrible has happened in Ukraine. Russia has attacked Ukraine using suicide bombers. Seven people have died, including five members of one family. It's just awful. Oh, that's really awful. What else is going on? In Myanmar, the government has announced mandatory military service for all young people due to ongoing unrest. Can you imagine how that might affect the lives of the youth there? Yeah, that sounds really serious. But is there anything more positive in the news? Well, here's something that might tickle your fancy. The Russians are planning a trip to North Korea. It's going to be the first foreign tour group in North Korea since 2020. What do you think about that? Wow, that sounds interesting. But let's get back to more serious topics. After all, there are many important events happening in the world. For example, there are massive protests against the new government in Afghanistan. We should definitely discuss that too. Have you ever wondered why Jennifer Lopez's music videos are always so sexy and fun at the same time? Take her new video for the song Can't Get Enough, for example. I just can't help but talk about it. First of all, it's just too sexy, even for the workplace or public transport. Secondly, JLo is already 54 years old, and although the video was definitely edited, she still looks amazing. Thirdly, the song and video have such nostalgic vibes from the 2000s when Jenny from The Block came out. Fourthly, I hope she dedicated this song to Ben Affleck. It would be so sweet. And fifthly, I just have to mention that moment when she's in a bikini and a hat, rappelling down from the balcony, then walking along the pool while the guys in inflatable rings are looking at her with interest. And finally, she stands under the fountain and gets all wet. I just can't, it's so funny. Okay, sorry, I can't talk about this anymore. All right, let's talk about how spring is arriving in different parts of the world. For example, in London, in the Canary Wharf area, the cherry blossoms are already in bloom. Can you imagine? It was on the 10th of February, 2024. I was there and even took a photo. Wow, that sounds cool. But why do you say that spring is already here? It's just one tree in bloom. Haha, <laughs> you're right. But spring isn't just about flowers. It's about new beginnings, warmth, and of course, celebrations. And one of those celebrations is Galentine's Day. Galentine's Day? Is that something like Valentine's Day? In a way, but not quite. Galentine's Day is when the ladies celebrate ladies. The term was coined by a character in the TV show Parks and Recreation in 2010. It comes from the word gal, which translates from English as girl. Oh, that sounds interesting, but why are you telling me about this? I'm not a girl, am I? Haha, <laughs> you're right. But you can pass on my love to your girlfriends from me. I adore them, appreciate their support, and I'm proud of them. And of course, I want to send my love to you. You're amazing, and I feel your support every day. Oh, thanks. I'll definitely pass that on. And you're super, too. I damn. All right, ducks, we've just discussed Galentine's Day and its significance. But now let's talk about a more serious topic that's happening in the world right now. The war in Ukraine. On Saturday night, Russia attacked Ukraine using suicide bombers. In Kharkiv, the strike hit an oil depot, causing a fuel spill and a severe fire. Seven people died, including five members of one family who perished in their own home. Among them were three children, the youngest of whom was not even a year old. Yesterday was a day of mourning in Kharkiv. Oh, that's just awful. Sometimes I just emotionally give up, you know? I feel defeated, but then I pull myself together. It's just so infuriating, this old man who's been killing babies for two years, and the whole world just looks on and says, oh well. Yeah, it's really tough. But let's not forget what's going on. 
Have you seen the trailer for the movie 20 Days in Mariupol? Some things just can't be forgotten, and we shouldn't forget them. By the way, speaking of movies, did you know that the Titanic actually sank because of popcorn? Nah, just kidding, of course. Oh, that's just terrible. It's so hard to comprehend the scale of the devastation caused by these attacks. It's just heartbreaking. Wow, that's incredible. But let's move on to another piece of news. I read a fascinating long read about the war mathematician. Who is the new head of the Ukrainian Armed Forces, Alexander Sersky, BBC? I didn't know much about Sersky before this. As I was reading, for a moment, I felt like the war had long ended, and I was reading a history textbook. For those who don't know, Sersky is the new head of the Ukrainian Armed Forces. Interesting. What's the latest on Vladimir Zelensky's telegram? He's writing, continuing to update the armed forces and security of Ukraine. The team is effective. Changes are coming. On Zelensky's left hand is the new head of the Ukrainian Armed Forces, Sersky. Asarim. You know, mate, I've always been amazed by Professor Solovyov's theories about Putin's illnesses, death, and doubles. According to the Wall Street Journal, these theories could call into question the need to put pressure on him and Russia. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah, that's really intriguing. But you know, I think Solovyov has gone too far with his freezer talk. Speculations about Putin's imminent death could call into question the need to put pressure on him and Russia. It's like in a scientific experiment, when you change one variable and everything else starts behaving differently. You're right. It's like in chaos theory. The smallest change can lead to global consequences. And here, Solovyov with his theories could cause such a change. But you know, I think he just loves being in the spotlight. Well, maybe you're right. But still, it's very interesting how one person can influence world politics with their theories. It's like something out of a science fiction movie. Yeah, you're right. The world is full of mysteries and unknowns. And that's what makes it so interesting. You know, my young friend, it reminded me of an interesting event that happened in the Gaza Strip. Have you heard about the discovery of a Hamas tunnel under the headquarters of the UN Middle East Agency for Palestinian Refugees and Works Organization, or simply UNRWA? Wow, that sounds like the plot of a spy movie. What was in that tunnel? And here's where it gets really interesting. In the tunnel, they found servers and IT infrastructure. The Israeli army claims they found evidence that the Palestinian Authority's power company supplied electricity to Hamas. But that's not all. They also discovered a large amount of weapons in the rooms of this building, including rifles, ammunition, grenades, and explosives. Wow, that sounds serious, but what does Bapur have to say about this? You know, mate, they're denying all the accusations and saying they knew nothing about it. They're proposing an independent investigation. But, you know... In the documents found in the offices of the Bayport officials, it's confirmed that these premises were used by Hamas terrorists. Wow, that's just incredible. But you know, I feel like there's still so much we don't know about this story. I hope an independent investigation will shed light on all these events. And by the way, you know, I've always been curious, like the hero of a science TV show. Yeah, you're right. This story sounds like the plot of a spy movie. But this is real life, and we'll have to wait for the results of the investigation. Anyway, it's a really interesting story, isn't it? Did you hear what Trump said at the rally in South Carolina? Yeah, he was his usual confident self. He was telling the story about someone crawling to him on their knees, begging for something, and how he, as a fair American patriot, firmly put him in his place. I'm not a little kid, but go on, this is interesting. Sorry, I couldn't resist. So, he said, NATO was bankrupt until I came along. I said, everyone will pay. 
one of the presidents of a big country stood up and said, Sir, if we don't pay and Russia attacks us, will you defend us? I replied, You didn't pay? You missed the payment? No, I won't defend you. In fact, I would encourage them, the Russians, to do whatever the hell they want. You have to pay. You have to settle the scores. Wow, he said he would encourage the Russians to do whatever they want if the country doesn't pay? That sounds like nonsense. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. And it caused concern among many of America's European allies in NATO. They started openly talking about the need for alliance members to increase military spending and to plan for the alliance's existence without the U.S. Sounds like some serious changes. I wonder what's next. Hey, my dear political analyst, ready to discuss some world news? Remember, you promised to behave like a grown-up. Yeah, I remember. And don't call me a little political analyst. I'm already a grown-up. Let's discuss the news. All right, let's do it. Do you remember the situation in Myanmar? Of course, that was three years ago when General Min Aung Hlaing and his junta seized power. I remember how we watched a video of a local fitness blogger filming his workout against the backdrop of the coup. It was something else. Yeah, it was unbelievable. But unfortunately, the situation in Myanmar hasn't improved. In the first days of the coup, the military killed hundreds of civilians. And in the 20 months since then, around 6,000 people have lost their lives. That's terrible. I remember Hlaing promised that the military would only be in power for a transitional period, and then a civilian government would definitely be formed. But it looks like he lied. Yeah, the situation is only getting worse. The junta is still trying to cling to power, but they have many armed enemies who are fighting against the coup, carrying out sabotage and terrorist attacks. And here's the latest news. The government of Myanmar has announced mandatory military service for all young men and women as the country continues to experience unrest. According to the law announced on Saturday, all men aged 18 to 35 and women aged 18 to 27 will be required to serve for at least two years under military command. This is really worrying. But as they say, time will tell how things unfold. Let's hope that peace and stability will return to Myanmar. Cheerio folks, and don't forget to keep an eye on the news. Oh, you know, my little mate, some Russians have decided to spend the winter in an unusual place, right in North Korea. In North Korea? Isn't that the place with the closed-off country and all that? Yeah, it's one of the most closed-off countries in the world. And get this, they have skiing there. I'd go if it wasn't for my fear of heights and speed. Remember when I fell while skiing and ended up with a massive bruise under my eye? Yeah, you looked like a pirate with that bruise, but why are you talking to me like I'm a kid? Oh, sorry, that's just my habit. But since then, I prefer just riding the ski lift and sipping mulled wine. But skiing, now that's something I'd appreciate. So, you're saying that the Russians went skiing in North Korea? That sounds like quite an adventure. Yeah. And these aren't just regular tourists. This is the first foreign tour group to visit North Korea since the year 2000, when the country went into quarantine. It's a special trial tour group that will evaluate everything and then promote a fabulous winter vacation in North Korea, back in Russia. Wow, that sounds like a big responsibility. How did they manage to get there? The company Vostok Intour organizes tours to the Masikryong Ski Resort. And you know what's the most interesting thing? In almost all the photos, there are practically no people or cars because there's nowhere for them to be. It's eerie and wild. Sounds like a real adventure movie, doesn't it? Artus. Hey folks, I've got some great news for you. Today at noon London time, we're going to have a little adventure on my Instagram. I'll be doing a book giveaway for all my bookish supporters. Finally. 
To find out your number in the giveaway, just enter the email you use to subscribe to Patreon or Boosty. If you have trouble opening the link, try switching browsers. If you're a bookish supporter but can't find your address, just drop me a line at highexpresso.today. And of course, I'd be ever so grateful if you start supporting Expresso monthly through Patreon or Boosty, or make a one-time contribution through PayPal or Revolut. Thanks a bunch for your support. You know, mate, the latest cover of British Vogue under Edward Enenful's editorship was a real sensation. He decided to leave his position in style and gathered 40 supermodels and showbiz stars in one photo. And it's not photoshopped, it's the real work of logistics. Now that's what I call a royal exit. Wow, that sounds like a real feat. But let's not forget about Taylor Swift. Get this, she dashed to the Super Bowl straight from a concert in Tokyo. 12 hours in the air, and then Australia. She beat the time in flight. Now that's what I call a real marathon. Yeah, that's a funny story. But you know why she rushed there? To cheer for her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. Now that's romance. As they say, love knows no bounds. Oh, and let's not forget to mention that the annual carnival started in Rio on the 9th of February and will last until the 17th of February. Also, Olaf Scholz has a doppelganger, American Senator Chris Coons. What a coincidence. Oh, you always know how to surprise. But let's get back to our main topic, the Vogue cover. It's truly a unique event in the fashion world. Einschleiss. So, we've already discussed the latest Vogue cover and Taylor Swift's amazing adventures, but let's move on to some funny pictures I recently saw. One of them, which I saw at Max's, really blew my mind. I didn't immediately understand what was wrong with it. What do you think? Haha. <laughs> and by the way, have you put your name in the goblet of fire? Who on earth are you, for heaven's sake? Ourself. Sending you a big hug and wishing you a fantastic Monday. Don't forget to send me your comments, questions, postcards. I have such a beautiful one. Lookalikes, tickets to Messicriong, and greetings for Valentine's Day. I'm looking forward to your messages at highexpresso.today. With love.